Welcome in. Glad to have you. Bill Michaels Show. On the air on uh, Groundhog Day. And uh, it's Groundhog Day in so many different ways. So many different ways. Um, <laughs> you've got uh, the Jets and all the rumors and uh, the possibilities and such going on right now that, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. Uh, you've got uh, many different things happening when it comes to Devontae Adams, who's lobbying hard to bring Rodgers to, to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um so uh, he'd like to like to be there. Derek Carr, obviously, out in Las Vegas. We don't hear anything about him at all um, going on right now. That's for darn sure. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you've got uh, the Jets. Uh, they're going to try to make a move to get Rodgers this season, and that's been further confirmed by all the rumors going on down in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, General Manager Joe Douglas admitting to people in the league that the franchise is going to go all out in an attempt to bring Rodgers to, uh, to New York. And they say that makes the most sense, and uh, they're desperate. You know, Zach Wilson, you know, he's not what they thought he would be, so they uh, need somebody to come in. And uh, the owner, Woody Johnson's comments not long ago said they would be willing to pay whatever it is necessary for the quarterback to come in and help them. So that's going on. You got just so much, so much spinning right now. And you wake up and you go, oh, okay, it's just another day. It's just another day. We'll talk with uh, Ross Tucker. Love Ross Tucker, a part of the Ross Tucker podcast, and uh, we we love to get uh, Ross on. He's such a good analyst. You hear him in the Westwood One broadcast, working the sidelines and such, and he's just so good. So um, we love talking to him. So we're going to talk with Ross Tucker coming up here uh, a little bit later on today. So uh, look forward to that. Look, just put that on your calendar. Look forward to that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. If you want to uh, find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Ben Kenny producing the program today, as always. Ben, how are you doing this morning? Good. Happy Groundhog Day again. Yeah. Um, Some people are saying no volume on the the live stream. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Everybody else is getting it, so I can see it. I don't know what to tell you. So uh, you've had to probably turn up your own computer, just an FYI. Um, so, yeah, happy Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Puxatawney Phil seeing his shadow and all that crap. And, what a fraud. Know, yada, yada, yada. Whatever. I'll be that guy today. Yeah, whatever. I hate Puxatawney Phil. <laughs> Why? Why do you hate Puxatawney? What do you ever do to you? He's just, he, he's a fraud. Okay. Um, just Ben hates Puxatawney Phil. Uh, got Adam Schefter after speaking with multiple teams about their defensive coordinator position. Vic Fangio has decided to join the Dolphins as their defensive coordinator and officially will accept the position in Miami after the uh, Super Bowl. So there you go. So Vic Fangio now heading to Miami to be part of the Dolphins organization. So what is there today, Ben? Well, this- I mean, in reality. Other than the fact that Pebble Beach is trying to trying to remake the eighth hole because of Jordan Spieth's big shot, which is good, I, I think. Not to get into what it, else but is there? I I mean it's we say it's Groundhog Day, but it literally is. And I don't know what to make of like I believe the report from Mobile, and they said from the Shrine Bowl too. Like uh-huh. there are personnel people there. If 
Douglas is that outward and he's literally parading around saying they're going to go all out to do it. I, right. I I believe that. It doesn't seem like some back channel weird report. I don't know what to make of it though. Because I don't think that matters. I um there there's so much <sighs> We had a great conversation last night, Mike Clemens and I, um, and really picked Mike's brain about some things. And we got into the discussion about the defense, about Joe Barry, about Rodgers and what Rodgers wants to do and how things sometimes are made more complicated than they really are. And then, you know, again, the comments coming out of McAfee. And I find it interesting that, Rogers, when he says, yeah, you know, there's been some talk or, you know, I don't know the specific quote, Ben. I'm sure you have it there where he says, yeah, there, apparently there's been some discussions uh, that I have not been a part of. And that's concerning. He called it interesting. 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 And I said yesterday, I said, well, what if Woody Johnson has all of his people from the Jets calling Brian Gutekinst saying, we'll do whatever. And Gutekinst is saying, hey, how you guys doing? You know, that's a conversation saying, hey, Aaron hasn't made his mind up yet. We're not we're not there. So, you know, when he does, we'll we'll let you know. But, uh, you know, as of right now, no, we don't have anything going on. I mean, is that a conversation that he needs to be a part of? No. I mean, I again, I don't know the details of what's been said over the phone. We don't we don't know. But it's it's a it's everybody searching for something. Something to latch on to. You know, something to latch on to. And I think it's a lot of spin. And again, I'm a big believer in where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm a big believer in that. In this case, I don't know if I do. I don't know if that's the direction they're headed. I mean, Adam Schefter saying that they, they are very open to trading Aaron Rodgers um, I I don't know what the exact quote was. Was it prefer to trade Aaron Rodgers or something like that, or some kind of you know one word that put it out there like yep they're 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 getting rid of him. They want to get rid of him, and and that is nothing from what we've heard from Brian Gutekunst at the end of the season press conference. His his stance was one, well, you know Aaron's going to you know make his decision, and we're going to give him that time, and two. We want Aaron back. Three, Aaron gives us the best chance to win. Rogers said himself that when he, you know, when he comes back, if he comes back, that the number that is on the books right now is not the number that is going to be there at the beginning of the season because he knows that's a, a too, the number's way too high. They can't put enough team around you with that number being what it is. So it, there was there was a lot of indicators there that there's – He's going to go away for a little bit and then, you know, make his decision and come back. And I I don't know where all of a sudden all of this is spinning and coming from. And every day it's just a new take on the same thing. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's something out there and I'm sure, you know, general managers are talking and personnel are talking and such at the senior bowl and, and such, but I, you know, I, I have seen and read nothing new that gives a quote other than the Jets saying, we'll do whatever it takes to get a good quarterback or Aaron Rodgers here. I have yet to see anything else 
that would indicate, at least from the Packers' perspective, that they're even open to trading him at this point. Have you? No, but it's Groundhog Day, so this is what we do. Because I, I, I was sitting back for the last six minutes when you were talking. It feels like the conversation we've had... Not every day for the past two weeks, but every day for the past three three years, three off seasons, right. whenever they're right. not playing football. So, it, like, it's a true until something happens. We don't truly know. But I will say there is increasingly more and more smoke where it doesn't just feel like someone throwing gas on a fire to make a story compared to maybe yeah. last year when there was a higher chance he'd be back. But this year, it, it feels like there's more and more. And then you have Devontae, you know, quote tweeting and saying he's moving to his neighborhood. So right, you just throw that all together, and I think it's notable how much smoke there is. Maybe not in a definitive no, sense. No, I would agree with that, only for the fact that everybody knows what the money situation is in Green Bay. Now, Mike brought up a good point last night. He said that maybe... Um, you know, nothing's going to get done with anybody until Aaron makes a decision. I, you know, and and maybe Gudikins did allude to the fact that no, we're not we're not running it back with everybody. We're not bringing back you know Randall. We're not bringing back you know Mercedes. We're not bringing back all these guys that you want because you want them here. Your comfort level of guys, the guys that are over thirty. Maybe maybe he said no. We 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 got to get better. We got to do something else. Okay. I I I can I can completely respect that. You know that if if Gudikins put kind of put his foot down, then maybe Rogers said, "Well, then get me out of here." You know, maybe I want to go someplace else. I but I, I still go back to, and and, and this Rogers. If Rogers is going to say I want to trade, okay. First of all, how far have we come in less than a year when Rodgers said, oh, no, I'm a Packer for life? Remember that? Remember that comment? Yep. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a Packer for life. So that's crap. So, and if he does want to trade and wants to go somewhere else, I got to think you're committing for more than a year. You have to. Right? You're not going to just walk in and do what you've been doing and say, I'll show up, you know, and then everybody... Kind of, you know, I mean, you'd have to, you know, you you know, you take the next two weeks off, and then you're back at it, man. You got to re if you're going to get traded, you got to start looking into the team you're being traded to. If this is your last shot, you got to run it back. You got to get on the same page. You got to get a hold of, uh, you know, if it's Nathaniel Hackett, you got to get a hold of him. You got to start working on the playbook. You know, I mean, you can't just say, hey, Nathaniel Hackett's there. Him and Salah, they kind of know the system. They need to coach him up. You can't do that. You know, I, I, he, he, I mean, he'd have to commit to everything. And then you're still learning somewhat of a new system. You're still, you know, learning new receivers. And this whole thing about that he's been preaching for how many years in Green Bay? That, well, you know, the rookies and the guys that I don't know, it takes them a while to get on the same page with me. Well, if you're coming back for one year, that doesn't wash. You can't do that. You know? Now, the Jets took a shot at it when they had Favre for one year, and he played okay, but he wasn't great. He looked awkward. It didn't look like a good Brett Favre. It wasn't until he got over it. And Favre's a different cat, remember. Favre, Favre ran the play. So it, to compare Favre to Rodgers, 
cerebrally, not even on the same playing field. Not even on the same playing field. Because Rodgers has so many things that he looks at in the Matrix. Favre just ran around and threw it, you know? And remember, Favre had as many interceptions as he had touchdowns. He just he just didn't care. He was going to do anything and everything he could to get the ball to whomever and whatever the play was and the way it was run. Rodgers isn't that guy. So I... I, I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I think it's just far, like you said, Ben, there's a lot of smoke, and it seems that there's more smoke. But I just, I, it, Rodgers would have to commit for more than a year to me. If I'm, if I'm the Jets, I, I'm not giving up a bunch for a, a one-hit wonder. I'm just not doing it. Although the Jets feel like they're right there, so who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe they'll fall on their head and do it. I mean, they're also the Jets. They probably right. don't think as coherently as other organizations. I, they're more desperate than others. But sure. I think what this could do is create a pseudo-bidding war or at least drive up the price more than you would expect it to be at. Like if the Raiders right. truly want to make a run at him, if Devontae really campaigns for it, if the Jets are desperate enough to do it, if Rich Basaccia takes the Colts job and he really wants to do it there as well, like there could be a pseudo-bidding war which I think partially is why Goody kind of has to look at what he's worth because there will be certain prices that you just cannot say no to, I believe. Yeah, I, um, that I, that is – that's the other area of concern. And I talked about that. I did a hit with Ern, our buddy Ernie over in Viroqua today at WVRQ, and he was asking me about Jerry Gray. We talked about Jerry Gray last night and um, you know, because I was asking Mike about it. And Mike kind of raises an eyebrow at it and says, you know, um, you know, Jerry Gray, when he was asked at some point during the season, midpoint, you know, maybe a little bit later than that, and he was asked specifically, you know, look, you're the, you're the secondary coach. You got guys playing 12, 13, 15 yards off the line of scrimmage on a third and two, third and five, third and seven. You got guys playing back, and you, you're playing these soft zones. The, there's guys running wide open across the middle, and basically Jerry Gray said, uh, that scheme, you have to ask Joe Barry. I mean, he, he just basically said, Look, that's on Joe, that's not on me. Don't blame me for that. Don't ask me, man. I'm not going to throw it. Because it clearly sounded like, I don't agree. with. I, I'm with you. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. Ask Joe. That's not me. And Joe's as milk toast as milk toast gets. You know, philosophically, oh well, you know, we're doing. I mean, he just gives you. You start to get the answer, and the next thing you know, you're. What do you say? And that's kind of the way it is. But it seemed like Jerry Gray, out, peace out. He's gone, man. End of the season. Talk to you later. I don't want any part of this. And you had guys. Kind of, you know, certainly off mic, questioning the scheme, at least early on. Like, what the hell? What, what are we doing? We just want to play. We want to go get these guys. And he, Jerry didn't want him to do it. And then they needed to get everybody on the same page. And then eventually they did. And they played better down the stretch. But, it, you know, you question the coaches that want to get out of there. Now, Basachi is going for his third interview with the Colts. And it, and I hate to say this, and I really 
like Rogers, man, liking Rich Bisaccia. I like Bisaccia. Just listening to that guy, I like him. I like him a lot. He's he's that guy. He's that he's that leader of men, man. He really is. He, he is a night and day difference to Matt LaFleur. And I wish Matt LaFleur was able to keep him around, but if Bisaccia gets offered that head coaching job for the Colts, it looks like he's going to go to Indianapolis. So I who's 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 the leader? You know, who's that coach? Who's that who's that guy grabbing a hold of it? You know, you look at guys that have had longevity and have had success. They're somewhat of a disciplinarian, somewhat of, you know, they take care of their guys. But does you start to compare compare Dan Campbell. Now he hasn't had the same level of success, but he's took He's taken a, a, a craptastic Detroit Lions program and damn near got him into the postseason. They have them all believing in each other. That guy, you know, everybody made fun of for a while, and then all of a sudden his team got on a roll, and they went, whoa, this guy's got something here. You look at a cerebral guy who's very stern, like a Shanahan, Sala, Basaccia. You start to get Andy Reid, an intellect, but he also has a, a firm hand and doesn't take any crap with his team. And then you got, like, Matt LaFleur. And like Mike said, Matt LaFleur kind of wanted to take a hold of this team. Maybe it just came off his phone. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I, I said, though, this season, coming into this season, regardless of what happens and the personnel that are on the field, this year is as much about the personnel on the field as it is the coaching staff. I really believe that. And the coaching staff putting these guys in the best position to be successful because they didn't do it last year. There was a lot of failures last year. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow, we're going to be at Stoley's Hog Alley out in Oconomowoc between some, between uh, Oconomowoc and Delafield right there in Summit. Come on out. We're going to do the uh, show live from there. So from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., we're going to be at Stoley's. Doors open up at 11. Come on out for lunch. Hang out with us a little bit. We've got some Bud Light tchotchkes to give away and such. But uh, it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Stoley's Hog Alley in Oconomowoc. Come out and join us for lunch tomorrow. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget to stop in and uh, use your Quick Rewards card. They have bread for 79 cents, and uh, they are based right here in the state of Wisconsin. Oh, my God, what a tremendous entity to have. You don't realize how much you miss it till you don't have it. You're out of state, so I'm going to dread it a little bit uh, heading into a radio row every day out in Arizona, and I'll be missing me some Quick Trip for sure. Uh, let's do this. Let's get to the phones and join our guy, uh, Ross Tucker. I can't wait to see this guy. Ross, you are going to be at Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'll be out there uh, Monday through Wednesday. Looking forward to seeing you, Bill. Absolutely, pal. It's good to have you on, man. It's been far too long, but I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're with us. And and we'll get into the uh, the My Front Page story coming, coming up here in a few. But uh, I want to start off, first of all, uh, before we get into the Eagles and the Chiefs, uh, I want to ask you, because it's it's Groundhog Day, and here we go again with the Aaron Rodgers saga and everything that's being talked about. Give me your thoughts just on all of this and Rodgers and the play last year, last season, and, and moving forward. Give me all your thoughts on this. Yeah, so I guess, first of all, um, I don't believe for a second that Aaron Rodgers 
is retiring, um, mm-hmm. I first of all, it just kind of goes against human nature to retire when you could get sixty million dollars for five months of work. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how many people would actually do that? First of all, right. And second of all, he's really not going to retire now, Bill, because. If you've been paying attention to Aaron Rodgers, he definitely cares about how he's perceived, definitely cares about what people say about him. He makes that pretty clear. He does not want to go in the Hall of Fame the same year as Tom Brady. Or maybe even take the chance that he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer because he's in the same year as Brady. Mm-hmm. So I, there's no chance he retires. I personally believe that the Packers would like to move on. I think the Packers would love to trade him. There's a lot of conversation out there. I think they have a bunch of suitors. And I think they'd love to send them to the AFC, ideally. I think, I think the Packers are ready to move on. I don't think they want to pay him $60 million. I think they want somebody else to have to pay him. I think they want Jordan Love to be their quarterback. And I think that's probably what ends up happening. I think Aaron Rodgers probably gets traded. Logically, I 100% agree with you. What I keep going back to is Mark Murphy's a couple of years away from retirement, and everybody says, how do you have 30-plus years of Hall of Fame quarterback play and only two Super Bowls? If they were able to put the right pieces in place, Rodgers restructured the deal, legacy-wise, if they were able to run it back and get themselves a Super Bowl, it looks a lot better getting three Super Bowl wins with those two quarterbacks in four appearances versus two Super Bowl wins and only three appearances. You know what I mean? It just cha- it just changes the narrative legacy-wise. Well, there's no question about that. But I think you have to be honest with yourself about how close or far away you are from winning the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I could see them being in the mix next year, but they weren't even able to beat the Lions at home in a game with a lot on the line, I think they could be in the mix next year, but I would certainly put them behind some of these other teams, certainly Philadelphia being one of them. Uh, let's talk a little let, let's talk a little bit about Philadelphia and Kansas City. Obviously you're close with the Eagles and I think the Eagles, top to bottom roster wise, are a just a better team. I, I just think they're a deeper team. They've got more at every position. Uh, but ultimately the difference makers are going to be the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes has been there, done that. Jalen Hurts is not. So give me your thoughts on this matchup between these two teams coming into Super Bowl 57. Well, so let's, let's start with the Eagles um, because I, I'm so familiar with them. You know, I grew up outside of uh, Philadelphia, and even though I never played for them, they never wanted me, I was a fan growing up. <clears throat> Bill, it's, it's the best Eagles team they've ever had. I mean – they have the best O-line in the league, definitely. They probably have the best D-line in the league. How many times can you ever say a team had that? Then they, mm-hmm. they have the best receivers in franchise history. Probably have the best corners in franchise history. MVP candidate quarterback. 18 of their 22 starters are Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl alternate players. It's just an embarrassment of riches. That said, if it's a close game against the Chiefs, which is very possible, that's certainly 
We talk about it on the Even Money Betting Podcast. Right now, the betting line says close game. On a close game, we've all seen Patrick Mahomes make the critical play late in games for the Chiefs to win big games over and over and over again. Whereas we haven't seen that from Jalen Hurts. He, he hasn't really had to, Bill. He hasn't really been in that situation where he's had to make the critical play late in the game. So in a close game, I favor the Chiefs because I favor Mahomes. Question is, can the Chiefs keep it a one-score game like that? Because there is the possibility. After I saw what the Eagles did up front on both sides of the ball to the Packers, there is the possibility that the Chiefs kind of get run over. Because I do think the Eagles' O-line can run the Chiefs off a defensive line over in the run game. Before I let you go, I know I got two things. I want to talk about my front page story here in just a second. But what does this mean for Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni, these two head coaches? Andy Reid trying to extend his legacy, Nick Sirianni trying to put his stamp on the league, obviously, with, uh, like you said, an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, you know what? Um, for Andy Reid, I actually thought last week's game was significant for Andy Reid and for Patrick Mahomes. There's a big difference between going to three Super Bowls in four years versus being 0-4 against the Bengals. I mean, as great as Mahomes and Andy Reid are, if they were 0-4 against the Bengals the last couple of years, that's a bad look. That's a bad, including two home losses in AFC Championship games? That's a really, really bad look. So, um... Yeah, man, I guess I, I kind of think it's the, the Chiefs already took a big step for their legacy last week. Um, now, this week is a, a lot different um, in the Super Bowl. It would be huge for both of them. Look, there's a lot of people out there that have won one Super Bowl. Sean Payton and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. If Mahomes and Andy Reid can get two with – Mahomes still having a lot of time left in his career, boy, that would be that would be um, he'd be well on his way to have one of the best careers ever, well on his way. Whereas for the Eagles, you know they're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts after this year, and they got a bunch of free agents. The time is really now for the Eagles. Like they got to take advantage of this year, and that you know for Sirianni to win a Super Bowl in his second year would be huge. Hey, uh, before I let you go, my front page story, it's always unique, and you get a great response out of the state of Wisconsin and the listening audience, and it's so cool. I tell people about it. You tell people real quick because I know you're uh, short on time. You know, I tell you this every time I see you, Bill. Every time I come on your program, at least multiple awesome people in Wisconsin get a story from myfrontpagestory.com because I think they just, especially up there where you guys are, they just see the value in the written word. And, and being able to say to your wife, hey, honey, I want to do something special for you. So I had a story written about you. Like, it just sounds so powerful when they see it. And it, it's beautiful. It's framed. Pictures of you and her. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. They, they cry almost every time. Like, when they, when they read the quotes about 
how much she means to you. They cry almost every time. You win. And then because it's framed, she'll hang it up in the house forever. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. Myfrontpagestory.com. Myfrontpagestory.com. Ross, it's always a pleasure. I'll see you at, uh, in Arizona coming up here in a week, okay? Sounds great. See you, Bill. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. Uh, the former NFL offensive lineman, Ross Tucker. It's really cool. And he, he had to run, and I know he's up against the clock, and we thank him for his time because I know he was up against it. But he's a color analyst for Westwood One, CBS in Philadelphia, and the Eagles. But he put this thing together with uh, some buddies of his who are all former newspaper writers, and it's called MyFrontPageStory.com. And basically what it is, you go there, and you whoever it is you want to write this story about, whether it's your girlfriend, your wife, your mom, whatever, uh, or vice versa, you know, if it's girls listening to the program and they want to do it for their husbands or boyfriends or fathers or what have you, grandfathers, and you go to MyFrontPageStory.com, they will ask you a little bit about who you want to write for. You send them, uh, you know, you download a couple of pictures, and one of the writers will call you, and they do a brief interview with you. They do a brief interview with you. And what they do is then they take that, and make it into a newspaper. And basically your person, whoever you have the interest in or you're writing about, is the front page story. And it's like the headline, you know, uh, what happens to be. Uh, you know, um, like if it's your grandmother and everybody loves grandma, then it's called everybody's grandma. And then this whole thing with all the different quotes from all the people in the family and such, it is unbelievable. And he's 100% correct uh, that it just... I have seen people and talked to people that have gotten this and they got it in the mail and they never thought it was going to be that cool and it was beyond their expectation. And then when they give it to that person, and most of the time, guys, it's given it to girls and mothers and grandmas and stuff, uh, they just ball because they just can't, first of all, believe the quotes and how much it means to them, but the story that's written about them and all that they do, whether it's overcoming a health ailment, whether it's something that they do to inspire them in their life or just how much they love them or how caring they are or whatever, it's called MyFrontPageStory.com, MyFrontPageStory.com. And Ross asked us to promote it. I'll promote it again back uh, when we go out to Super Bowl. But every year, it's just so cool. So go to MyFrontPageStory.com. Again, MyFrontPageStory.com. He's such a good guy. Going to go ahead and take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.